After resigning from her steady job just before the pandemic hit and finding out she was pregnant during lockdown, our next guest was forced to quickly prove that her expertise and passion as a population geneticist could contribute to a better genetic data platform for pregnant women and their children. Estelle Giraud, co-founder and CEO of Trellis Health, joins us to discuss how she and her team are creating lasting change to reframe the way pregnant moms take control of their care. Additionally, Estelle shares her company's ultimate vision of building the industry-leading, distributed privacy-preserving, personalized health management and insights platform. Join us as Estelle shares her team's passion for improving the healthcare journey for everyone. Let's go. Welcome to Passionate Pioneers with Mike Baselli, where we highlight and speak with the innovators, the game changers, and the pioneers who are deeply passionate and relentless in solving the problems our world is facing today. This is your opportunity to connect with and learn from these leaders and to support them on their mission. Perhaps they will soon be hearing your story as well. This is Passionate Pioneers with Mike Baselli. I look forward to having you on this journey with us. Estelle, a big, big welcome to our podcast. I'm excited to spend some time with you today. Yeah, thank you so much for having me, Mike. Excited to chat. Well, given how deeply excited and scared you are by the rise of big data in healthcare and wellness, and your passion for creating a better healthcare system from the ground up, especially for individuals, I'm eager to have our conversation today. But before we dive in, a bit of housekeeping. While listening to any of our episodes, please take a moment to subscribe to the podcast so you will automatically receive episode updates in your podcast player. Simply search Passionate Pioneers with Mike Baselli and Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And lastly, please visit the bottom of the episode notes to connect with me on LinkedIn, Twitter, and Clubhouse in order to further the conversations occurring on this podcast. All right, Estelle, it's almost time for our community to learn how you and the Trellis Health team are creating lasting change to reframe the way pregnant moms take control of their care with the ultimate vision of building a distributed, privacy-preserving, personalized health management and insights platform for everyone. But first, what's that one piece of advice that you would give to others who are passionate about reimagining the health of our world? There are so many pieces of advice that I wish I had given myself. A big one for me, and let me just set the stage a little bit. I quit my job at Illumina. I found out I was pregnant and we had a global pandemic and lockdowns. This was all March 2020. They happened within about three weeks of each other. So (laughs) there was a process of deep, deep learning and self-awareness that happened in those following months. And a question of kind of how committed are you to this journey? I would say going into quitting a corporate job and committing your life to building something from zero takes courage like you wouldn't imagine. And I went into that naive. You hear funding announcements, you hear all the press, you hear the news around people having these success stories. The daily grind of that and the the daily kind of commitment and courage that you have to bring to that is relentless. And so now two years later, I have zero regrets. I wouldn't do it any other way. But the mental process of becoming a founder is relentless. Don't think that it happens like it does in the news articles. 
I am so glad that you brought this up, Estelle. I am personally incredibly passionate. The people that know me, that I collaborate with, that I work alongside, family, friends, or otherwise, I'm very passionate about the notion of mental health and well-being, especially for founders of tech companies and people that are trying to build something from thin air. It can be very lonely. It is a roller coaster. What it did to myself personally and my family, you have to be ready for it. This whole crush it culture, I'm just going to say it. Frankly, it's a pile of bullshit. This is not easy and you have to be ready for it. And you have to take the moment to pause and have self-care and get some your own time for yourself to keep the fuel in the tank to keep the engine moving, right? This is not easy. It can be very lonely at times as well. So Estelle, I'm, I'm so glad you brought that up. And isn't it amazing what you learn about yourself through that journey as well? Isn't it incredible? It's incredible. And like I say, I wouldn't have it any other way, but it's tough. <laughs> yeah. And like I said, people that dive into this, oh, Mike, I want to launch some startups like you have. Let's sit down and chat about that first so you fully are aware of what's happening. Because to your point, you can see all the shiny, bright headlights, but you don't see the day-to-day behind of what it took to get there and how difficult this can be. So, And I'm right there with you as well. Once I jumped off the entrepreneurial cliff and have been in the innovation game of healthcare, I've been, it is freeing, it's rewarding, it's just an incredible journey. And of course, we're going to talk about that journey. You mentioned it, you've already teed it up a bit, Estelle, quitting your job, pregnant, pandemic, all of that. We're going to talk about that journey. We're going to unpack the whys, how you got to where you are today, why you launched Trellis Health, all of that good stuff and more after we get back from thanking our community champion sponsor. Located in Denver, Colorado's nationally ranked River North District, Catalyst is a healthcare innovation campus that brings together stakeholders from across the industry to accelerate innovation and drive real, lasting change our nation desperately needs. From established organizations to startups, from accelerators to advocacy organizations, and from medical schools to global companies, everyone at Catalyst works side-by-side to create, develop, refine, and bring to market cutting-edge innovations that will fundamentally transform healthcare as we know it. With industry leaders like Medical Group Management Association, Olive, Medical Solutions, UC Health, Cirrus MD, and many others calling Catalyst home, along with innovative pioneers visiting from across the nation. Catalyst continually fosters their foundational belief that collaboration and partnerships will move the healthcare industry forward. To virtually tour Catalyst and claim your space on campus or host an upcoming event, visit CatalystHealthTech.com or visit the top of the episode notes and click on their link. All right, we are back with Estelle Giraud, CEO of Trellis Health. So much to discuss. Estelle, unbelievable stage setting on the front end of this. Thank you so much for bringing your authentic self and sharing those difficulties and making sure that you're buckled in for this journey because there's a lot of ups, there's a lot of downs, but wow, can it be rewarding. And we're going to talk about that journey today, why you launched Trellis Health, what was that burning need, what were those aha moments of launching this company talk about a little bit of what's happening today with the company and where you guys are going to be heading tomorrow and why. You know, lots changing. It's only going to continue to accelerate this rapid notion of change and innovation. We need to embrace it. It's here. We're not putting those genies back in the bottle. For me, that's a good thing. I absolutely love it. And then, of course, how we can be helping you out. But first, Estelle, take us back. You already teased it a bit on the front end. It's beginning of 2020. You leave Illumina, an incredible company. You launch a startup, pregnant. Wow. Take us into those moments. And then, of course, thread in there. Why did you start Trellis Health? What were those aha moments and what is the why behind it? Absolutely. So 
it did start actually a lot earlier than 2020, but it's been building since then. And I keep getting insights into how and why this is so important. But in a nutshell, right, my entire career, I've worked at the front line of specifically genetics and healthcare. So I'm a PhD population geneticist, worked the early part of my career in academia and saw firsthand the rise and the power behind technologies like Illumina. So the speed at which they innovated, the promise of truly kind of population genetics understanding and what that can do for medicine, I've loved since I was in college. This idea of a theme that rattles in my head and it's part of the founder journey, it's part of my motherhood journey, it's part of why I'm building Trellis Health, it's part of genetics, is this notion of know thyself. And how do we create a healthcare system? How do we use data? How do we use genetics? How do we use all of these pieces to really know and understand our own healthcare and our own health, our own biology? And be drivers of that, be owners of that, live healthier lives. And so to cut to Illumina, you know, I loved Illumina. I loved that role. I loved that position. I loved that company. I could imagine myself still working at Illumina at that kind of front line of medicine. So my role at Illumina in the US most recently was with their population genetics team, working with companies like 23andMe, Ancestry DNA healthcare systems all over the country, the All of Us program. So thinking about how do we do truly population scale genetics? And then what does that mean for personalized medicine? And I saw again and again and again that there is this infrastructure data layer problem in our healthcare system. And this is not a new insight, right? Everybody no. feels this pain point. <laughs> no way. No, I mean, shocker. <laughs> shocker. It doesn't work. We have interoperability problems. And this is like everybody from Google to Apple to startups have tried to solve this. Now, the latest one is Oracle with the Sona acquisition, right? Like this is a recognized enormous problem in our healthcare system. And at the same time, it means that we can't truly get to precision medicine. I'm a firm believer in that just from a first principles kind of standpoint, you will never be able to develop truly predictive algorithms and models for the most complex system in our world. And that's human biology without good, clean data. And so the vision is, right, imagine if you could have a portable, all your health in one place, you as a consumer are taking that with you, you're leveraging that, it's useful, it's insightful, and it's consumer-centric. And I left Illumina, and part of this as well, I got in deep into privacy. This system has to be privacy-preserving. I designed algorithms on privacy-preserving technology, patented those algorithms, left Illumina, was committed to building this. I then had a period, about a year, of deep introspection around how is this actually going to work, right? Like who cares enough about this? Consumers don't really care about their health. But in parallel, I was pregnant and I'm a young digital native consumer and I was reasonably healthy, thrown into the healthcare system in this pregnancy journey during a pandemic. And I was like, whoa, 
I didn't sign up for this. What is this? What is this? You expect the healthcare system to be there supporting you through this. And my care team was great. Nothing against those doctors, but there's so much responsibility that you take for yourself as a woman through that journey. And we don't have time to discuss it all today, but I'm a firm believer that women are these kind of keystones in family health and community health. They are the chief medical officers a lot of times within a family. They're making 80 plus percent of consumer and healthcare buying decisions. And so the realization was there's an opportunity around women's health. Well, absolutely. But you mentioned it. You were thrown into this and when you were pregnant, had all this coming at you. You you were like, whoa. And you are an executive, a seasoned executive in this industry, i.e. very health literate. Yes. Imagine the ones that don't have that social political access and don't understand, you know, the big levers and how the machine works. And you were like, whoa. And I've experienced that myself with my own healthcare, and I've been in this industry my whole career. So I hear you loud and clear. I just wanted to flag that because it's so important that we understand that all of us one way or the other, we're going to be consumers of this industry, whether it be us, whether it be our family members or friends. Yeah. And this stuff is very, very difficult to navigate at times. So I wanted to flag that and affirm I'm right there with you. Yeah. And so it's, you know, Trellis Health evolved out of that really to focus on, okay, how do we take this maternal health, this like women's health pregnancy journey and make that easier for women and do so in a really personalized way with their own health data? So take all of that, this idea of a personal health record, but take it one step further than just aggregating the data. And so we can get into this later, but basically create a digital experience, a digital concierge to help women manage that day-to-day health and alleviate a lot of the kind of stress and the unknowns and really give them confidence and empower them to be owners in that health journey alongside their care team. And so what does that look like in practicality? I know this is the area you're going to focus in in today. And then, you know, obviously the grander vision is for everyone tomorrow. But of course, I love that you guys are having a segmentization, if you will, into eternal women's health. How has the response been from those mothers, the care teams or otherwise? And what does that look like tactically in their hands with their experience? What does that look like? Take us into the weeds just a bit. Yeah. So I'll talk about a couple of use cases and the way that we frame this kind of digital experience that sits on top of healthcare is a digital concierge. And so it's really about integration. So for example, I had prenatal hypertension. I actually had postpartum preeclampsia during my pregnancy, but in those later months, I had to measure my blood pressure three times a day. This is really common. This is 30 plus percent of pregnancies. And my doctors were like, take this blood pressure cuff, go measure it three times a day. And then I would come back every week and measured my blood pressure. I kept it in an Apple note in my phone and I would be there in a 10 minute appointment scrolling through my note. I think my blood pressure is good. I think it's the same as last week, but with our software, then, you know, we read from the medical record, okay, this woman has hypertension, she needs to measure blood pressure, pre-program in reminders, she doesn't have to touch anything. It pushes a notification, she can input the blood pressure right in her phone, goes to a graph and a dashboard that gets summarized ahead of her next doctor's appointment. So it's like taking in if you're, I come from corporate, world, you have one pages before a meeting, especially if you want to be efficient with time. If you've got 10 minutes, let's have an agenda. Let's have key things summarized. We actually had one of our early users through a user interview tell us a story. She's a product manager 
by training. And she built these models in Excel for her pregnancy and would summarize it, do her own one pager that she would take into her OB appointment throughout her care. And her doctor loved it, right? Her doctor was like, this is amazing. We can really have a conversation around your health because we've got it all here in this one pager to talk about for the next 10 minutes. That is so cool to hear. And so, of course, the patient is feeling empowered because now the care team is feeling empowered. What else are you seeing down the road? Are you looking at how do you hook into like the major health systems? Is this just for a single consumer? What does this look like? We have some intractable players in this industry. You mentioned earlier, Oracle and Cerner, right? We have these intractable players. How does Trellis Health work in this industry of laden with orthodoxy, where there's things that are going to be with us for a while, whether we like it or not? I'm not going to call out any specific names, but you know where I'm going with that. How does that environment look like for you as well? I love this question, and I really lean into this a lot. And I have strong contrarian ideas that I get pushed back on constantly, especially when I talk with investors. <laughs> so I'll say up front, we are consumer first. We are direct to consumer, which is almost unheard of in healthcare today. But I am a mass believer in this idea of consumerization of healthcare. And if you look at like Gen Z, millennials, they will demand that kind of experience. I also believe that if you try and plug into the existing system that we have today, it is so heavy. There are so many players with different incentives. You will not be able to build something that's radically different. You have these like four wall confines of our system. If you try and build within that, you're just limited in what you can do. And so our philosophy is build outside, but parallel to that system and be really cognizant of, we're speaking with doctors, we're speaking with all of the different players in the industry, making sure that we understand their needs, but building for a consumer and for a consumer experience. And while we're early, you know, we're still a young startup that allows us to get really strong product market fit signal and make sure that our tool works. So let's take it to the next level then. Let's throw a little scenario planning here. Dr. Mike is the OB patient Estelle, and this is a consumer play first and say, Estelle has this Trellis Health in her hand and her ability to use it. But Dr. Mike is plugged into the old and native systems that have those very rigid ways of how should we say, practicing medicine on the daily. How do you square those two in regards to having this consumer product in Estelle's hands that could maybe help empower Dr. Mike? But how does that work as well? Yeah. So I think this is an area for ripe innovation, like this entire space that we're talking about, like this medical data, medical records. There's so many layers of disruption and innovation that has to happen in this space. Our initial plan and secret source philosophy, whatever your business plan, whatever you want to call it, go consumer first, do the create enough anchor points and kind of plugins there that it's functional for both sides. So things like the one pager, if that's useful for doctors and it helps a patient manage that care journey with their doctor, we'll build that for the patient. They can share it with their doctor. The other really nice thing is that there is a movement towards interoperability, and this is happening throughout the health information exchanges, the recent legislation, the CARES Act, all of that is moving in the right direction. There are limitations with what we can actually push back into the epics of the world. Can you have like two-way information flow? Right now, we're just having one-way information flow, but 
for example, those blood pressure graphs over time or uh, blood glucose for gestational diabetes or, you know, you name it, any of these things that patients are tracking at home themselves for any number of conditions, those graphs and summary reports could land back in EPIC and kind of help. The doctors may not need to see everything, but the really useful things that they want in their system, we can build those bridges as we go. Absolutely. And you never know. Sometimes those things can be invaluable during that care journey. Absolutely, Estelle. Let's also talk about the end user themselves. How has the response been from your consumers, from the folks that are using it? What has that been like? So I'm on a lot of these, like plugged into the healthcare industry, and I'm constantly amazed at how little we talk about women's health and pregnancy. And so from our early users, we would do these interviews and kind of user journeys and really map this out. And women would be like, oh, yeah, of course I did this. And it was terrible, but there was no alternative. So I just did it. There's all these people were using pen and paper systems and Excel systems and Apple Notes. And I spoke with the people that were pregnant 20 years ago and they were like, I used to know it hasn't changed in 20 years. It's so overlooked because the systems and the tools that we've had have generally been built by men with a certain lens on this. And even myself, like you talk to women pre-pregnancy, they don't always have a notion in their brain of what that truly means. And then you speak to the same woman during pregnancy or after pregnancy. And most of the time, like 90 plus percent of the women that are on our platform that we've spoken with, they're like, oh my God, I had no idea. And it's not to freak women out either. It's just that this is a gap. This is an enormous gap in health experience and better care. We have one of the worst maternal mortality rates in the developed world. We have racial inequalities. Black women are four times more likely to die from childbirth than white women, regardless of socioeconomic status. So maternal health outcomes, childhood health outcomes, all of these can be data-driven and you've got a gap in user experience and Trellis Health wants to build, at least initially, right in that intersection. Like, let's use data for good to drive better outcomes and better experience at the same time. Oh, I love it. It's so true. It's so needed. And those are facts you can't deny. That's exactly the state of the union here. And there is a huge gap that needs to be filled. But also, of course, Estelle, you have a big vision for tomorrow as well. So let's pull the crystal ball off the shelf. Let's look a little future state, not only for the industry, but for where you want to go as well. And I'll tee it up. We kind of teased it on the front end describing what we're going to discuss today with you and the team at Trellis Health having that ultimate vision of building a distributed privacy preserving personalized health management insights platform for everyone. What does that mean to you guys? What's that look like? How do we get there? So give us a little bit of the state of the union. What are you seeing in regards to down the road, future state and where Trellis Health is going to go? Also love it. So this gets back to my drivers really around like know thyself and the impact that genetics and this kind of bit notion of big data in medicine, what is that going to do? What's the potential positive of that? But then at the same time, what's the potential negative? Like how could that be used for evil? Because like it or not, we're in a for-profit healthcare system and this is insanely valuable personal health data. What most people don't realize, I think, is that health data is bought and sold on marketplaces today and it's completely legal. 
you can remove a name, you can quote, I'm using air quotes, de-identify a record by removing a name and sell that. The problem is once you put genetics in that, it's not de-identified anymore. Your genetics is your identity. And so if genetics is going to be, and I believe within five years, you know, everybody is going to have some kind of genetic testing done on themselves. So for that, how does that impact medicine? How does that impact privacy? We envision Trellis Health ultimately being a place where people can store and use their personal health data, but they can also opt in to sharing that as part of a health data marketplace in a privacy-preserving way. So if you've got the genetics there, we can mask their identity. We've, that's part of the algorithm and the IP portfolio of Trellis Health is this kind of algorithms around privacy-preserving transaction logging of health data. And so people can contribute to research. We can use the data for good, but we're not doing so in an unethical way. We really want to create a socially just health data marketplace and improve health outcomes in that. And then the other aspect here that's just really important to me, we're starting with pregnancy, but we really think of pregnancy as this wedge into, like you say, everybody. And what's really nice about pregnancy is that a pregnant woman is literally with her body building the next generation of people. And we're thinking about this in terms of building the next generation of healthcare platforms. So we imagine that that goes into a family health record. That child gets health records built from birth to last and serve them for their entire life. And a lot of the conditions in pregnancy are parallel to our biggest killers in healthcare. So hypertension, preeclampsia have parallels with hypertension outside of pregnancy and heart disease, cardiovascular disease, gestational diabetes. The tools that we build for that are directly relevant for type 1, type 2 diabetes management, medication management in pregnancy, vaccine management in pregnancy. But we're doing so in a really coordinated, predictable care journey over 40 weeks. So we can build a product around that. And it's very predictable. It's not like you're building personal health record for cancer, but you can expand that to everybody. What an exciting horizon for you and the Trellis Health team. And I appreciate you sharing and giving us a little bit of that vision of where things are going to be heading, not only for for us as consumers, but for where you and the Trellis Health team are going to plug in to help answer that call. So thank you for that, Estelle. We'll put the crystal ball back on the shelf for the time being. Let's head into where we can be helping you out today. We have an incredible community rallied around this podcast, and this is why we do it, because it's some of the best and most passionate leaders in healthcare and innovation that are tuning in, and they love to help out. And so with that, what's one problem, need, or question that you and the team have that our community can be helping you with? So can I have two? (laughs) Hey, it's your episode. You're the guest, so go for it. So number one is... So we care deeply about our users. We really want to build in parallel to user feedback and user experience is so critically important to what we do, mostly because healthcare doesn't have a good experience, doesn't have a good patient experience so far. So we are seeking early champions of this software. So if you have listeners that are currently pregnant or going through that kind of health journey, or if they know of anybody that is pregnant, we would love to have them on board as as early users and champions of this software. And then number two, 
I'm sure you get this a lot from founders, but fundraising right now is challenging. One of the challenges I alluded to earlier is that this idea of consumerization of healthcare. So I speak with consumer investors who won't touch healthcare, and I speak with healthcare investors that won't touch consumer. If anybody listening to this has an interest in consumerization of healthcare and wants to fund and invest in those companies for that future, I'd love to chat. We're Venn diagramming on the episode in real time. Here we are. (laughs) But it's, no, I love it. You absolutely nailed it in describing those two different camps. If we could just Venn diagram that. It's amazing some of the ideas and some of the technology that can be funded out there. So if you're tuning in, you got a passion for that. And that's the space that you know, I'm confident it's going to continue to grow. This is where healthcare is heading. This is going to be a consumer driven industry. The younger generations are not just demanding it, they're expecting it. And this is how it's going to be full stop. So I'm right there with you, Estelle. So with that though, in order for our community who want to have those conversations with you, how can they get a hold of you and the team? What are those contact points online? Yeah. So we're across social platforms on My Trellis Health that handle across all your favorite social platforms. And then I'm on Twitter, Estelle J. Giraud. And then, as I mentioned earlier, for people wanting to sign up and, and use the software, we have a beta that's going right now. So that's jointrellishealth.com slash forward slash beta. Easy enough. And all those contact points are in the episode notes. So simply scroll down in your favorite podcast player to find all those connection points for Estelle and the team. Or you can head over to our free global online community at passionatepioneers.com. There will be a post for this episode where you can also leave some comments, feedback, suggestions, or otherwise, and find those contact points. Again, over at passionatepioneers.com. All right, Estelle, we're going to wind this down in just a moment, but we still have one big piece for you, and I think you're going to nail it given your passion and dedication to all of this because of your journey and the help that you want to deliver in this industry and for our fellow Americans and across the world. It is a fill in the blank. I'm a passionate pioneer because? Because this world needs health data, privacy, and ownership. Absolutely. I want my son to grow up in a world where people are not discriminated or shoeboxed into what they can do and who they can be. I don't want to see a Gattaca future. Yeah, absolutely. And here's the thing. These can be realities. These absolutely can be realities. We have the technological capabilities. We need to just also get in the mindset that we can, in fact, get there. So you're at, you're getting after it. You and the team, you guys are getting after it. You're thinking exactly along the lines of where we need to be going, but we can start all of that journey today. And you and the team are doing that exactly at Trellis Health, doing wonderful work. So Estelle, thank you so much for joining up today, sharing the journey and sharing everything happening in the Trellis Health Camp for today, and of course, the big vision for tomorrow as well. For now, Estelle, thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you so much for having me, Mike. This has been great. Thank you for joining us today on Passionate Pioneers with Mike Baselli. We'd love to hear your feedback about the podcast so we can continue to improve this community and to further support the pioneers being featured. Lastly, please take a moment to subscribe to the podcast and invite your friends and colleagues to join us. This is Passionate Pioneers with Mike Baselli. I look forward to having you back with us during our next episode. 